I think the Castaway Key thing is just a non-starter for me. Alani is Castaway Key. It is Disney's <laughs> private freaking island. Welcome back to our continuing and ongoing segment of Point Counterpoint. All right, we are back and we got to start as always by thanking our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Patreons. How many wonderfuls are you going to give them, Bri? You know, I can do as many wonderfuls as we have Patreons, <laughs> but I do need to roll through and thank them all uh, on this Point Counterpoint episode. For all of you out there, we do have a Patreon community over at patreon.com slash Duo, and you can choose from one of our monthly support tiers over there to help us defray the cost of this show. Uh, we have a nice little Patreon community going, and they get early access to Point Counterpoint. They also get to help us decide the topics and... They get to vote on the resolution, which we will announce at the end of the show for the last episode that we did, the bloodbath that it was. And so <laughs> so I just want to roll through and thank first at our animators palette tier. I'd like to thank Chad Swindell, Jim and Deb Mason, Steve Creasy and Steve Elsis out there. Thank you so much for supporting the show at the animators palette tier. We can't guarantee Turtle Talk with Crush, but we appreciate your support. Palo Dinner tier. We have no one at our next level tier, which I'm forgetting what it was. It must have been Palo Brunch. Brunch, yeah. I think about it. Yeah. So no one at Palo Brunch tier, but everyone flocking over to the Palo Dinner tier. And I want to thank Jonathan Heil, who I know is a longtime listener to the show, Jennifer Swart, and Chris Braga, who has been a guest on this show probably more than any other guest that we've had. So thank <laughs> you all for, for supporting the show. And then last, but by no means least, at the top tier of support... Remy Dinner. We have the wonderful Jeffrey Federson out there who is really helping us out to support the show. And so super appreciate Jeffrey. You may remember Jeffrey actually won a replica castaway key sign that we sent his way. And I hope it's being proudly displayed in his home. Uh, but thank you, Jeffrey, for the support each and every month. And thank you to all the Patreons out there for their support. Thanks, everyone. With that, we got to dive into tonight's point counterpoint before we get to the results of the last one. And tonight we're going to do Aulani versus Cruise Line. We thought that it would be so fitting to talk about Aulani versus Cruise Line because we are headed to Aulani at the end of this week to be there for Christmas week next week. And so wanted to, to do a little fun related to our vacation. So, Aulani versus Cruise Line. Who should who should go first? The Aulani Ooh. side or the Cruise Line side? Sam, you want to go first? You know, I think I've got to go first because we are a Disney Cruise Line podcast and uh, we randomly have selected which side we're going to take on, on pretty much all of these topics. So, just because we're arguing in a particular way doesn't mean that's our true feelings. Just an FYI, we're lawyers. We know how to argue both sides of an issue. But we are a Disney Cruise Line podcast, or focused, I should say, podcast. So I'm going to take the position that Disney Cruise Line is better. And my first point of contention is you have shows on the Disney Cruise Line every night, and those are all included in your experience. They don't have any of that at Aulani. They have the luau. I just wanted to, I know it costs more but they do have a show that's pretty spectacular. But keep keep going. I'll, I'll just make a note of that on my <laughs> side of things. Sure. So, of course, they have a luau, and the luau is great, but the luau costs a pretty penny per person. You don't get Broadway-style shows. Uh, you don't get, you know, Match Your Mate and other kinds of trivia games that are in the adult areas. 
Uh, you don't get uh, ventriloquists, comedians, magicians. None of that happens at Aulani. Uh, you got to go off property, presumably, if you want any kind of shows or entertainment like that. So the nighttime entertainment on board a Disney Cruise Line just totally beats any type of nighttime entertainment on at Aulani, except for one that you have to pay for. So another category is food. While the food quality at Aulani, I would say, is arguably better than on the cruise line, with the exception, of course, of Paulo and Remy, the food on a Disney cruise is included. Food at Aulani, quite, quite expensive. Um, And there's also, you know, not quite, not particularly right now, there's not that many choices. So while the food quality uh, in the restaurants at Olani is arguably better than the main dining f- quality food at on the cruise line, it costs a lot more. The other thing I would say is, you know, there's no Ama Ama anymore at Olani. You and I have not been there, but that was sort of the, I think, fine dining or, or upscale restaurant at Olani. That doesn't exist, but on the ships, you've got Paulo and Remy, or at least on the Dream and the Fantasy, you've got Paulo and Remy, and on the Magic and the Wonder, you've got Paulo. So you've got these awesome restaurants right at your fingertips. Another reason, Castaway Key. You get to go to Castaway Key, Disney's private island. When you were at Alani, you're sharing the beach with the peons from Marriott hey, hey, and Four hey, Seasons. Hey, 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 <laughs> Just hey, teasing. Hey, hey. Be nice I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Nice to the locals. I'm teasing. No, you're, but you are sharing the beach uh, with other folks. Whereas at Castaway Key, you have a much bigger beach. You have the included experiences uh, at Castaway Key, the included, you know, the barbecue. You've got the Pelican Plunge and, you know, some pretty cool bars. So Castaway Key, you don't get in Alwani. Another point would be. For East Coasters, Alani's just really far away. We're, we happen to be lucky. We live on the West Coast. So it's pretty much equidistant for us as far as airplane flight to fly to Florida or to fly to Hawaii. So I would say for us, that's kind of a wash. But for the East Coasters, Alani's just really, really far away. And it's going to take them 10 hours to get there. Ooh, Kids Club. Kids Club. I've heard great things about Auntie's Beach House, but it's not open right now. But even when it was open, you had to, in normal times, you had to make reservations. And I think they were quite limited. Uh, Kids Clubs on the cruise, even now with the reservation system uh, in place, one, they're open and two, much greater availability generally than Auntie's Beach House. So I would say there's a bunch of stuff that the cruise line, you know, is just doing better at. Those are the things I can think of off the top of my head. Why is Alani better, Brian? Yeah, let me start by saying I don't think Alani is going to win on price necessarily. So Agreed. unless you're a Disney Vacation Club member and you're using points, in which case it blows Cruise Line out of the water because you've already paid for your hotel stay, which is the most like, expensive piece of any Alani vacation, especially if you're talking like a one bedroom or two bedroom accommodation, you're you're going to get just hosed <laughs> by Alani. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cash as opposed, prices. Yeah, as opposed to the cruise line. I mean, uh, it, you, you know, you're not going to be able to get on a Disney cruise in a one or two bedroom situation for cheap. So Alani might win there, but just the run of the mill, you know, studio accommodations. I think you can do a seven night cruise for slightly less or less than Alani, depending on time of year. I'm gonna, I'm so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down your list a little bit here. So shows, I hear you that they're included. The way you set up your argument here, Sam, is very much Aulani only, and Aulani sits on the island of Oahu, and it is near Honolulu. And so outside of it being included or not, you got a ton of activities at your disposal in and around even the resort area of Aulani that aren't directly tied to 
Aulani. So I think from an entertainment standpoint, it's just a lot more options to suit your interests. I mean, even as compared to the ship being in a port of call, you know, the short excursions tend to be limited in some of these ports that, that Disney stops at, whereas Hawaii is a bustling metropolis. You can find a ton of shopping, a ton of entertainment, a ton of tours, that Shaka tour we did that was just even self-guided, really took us around the island to a lot of places. So I want to say the breadth of the experience you can have going to Hawaii and staying in Alani is is broader than we can have on Cruise Line. A food standpoint, I think you also have to put Alani just, I, I, I won't even go to Honolulu. I'll just say within the context of the confines of the resort area over there, even just across the street and next door, Mina's Fish House blows Palo out of the water. <laughs> it may not blow Remy out of the water necessarily for us. You're talking 20 feet away from Alani, you can go to Mina's fish house. So while I would like to see them reopen Ama Ama, even right now, I think that there's just such great food experiences you can have. Roy's is just down the street. It's a fantastic meal. Going across the street over into the shopping center there, you know, Monkey Pod, even the pizza place over there is pretty pretty good and comparable to well, better than the pizza that you will get on Cruise Line. But I'll even drop one other thing, which is all of those restaurants are kid-friendly. Disney Cruise Line, you can't take kids into anything like Palo or Remy. They're limited to main dining. We can take Nathan to Mina's Fish House. They have a kid's menu, and I think he will be just as happy I there. I think they so, call it a KK menu. A KK menu. That's <laughs> fine. But my point being, you can we... We never had to dine without Nathan. We chose to dine without Nathan one evening uh, when we went to Alani earlier this year. But this time around, we're going to take him with us. And I think that that opens the possibility for families to have nice meals that Cruise Line ne- won't necessarily afford them. Now, you can you can put your kids in the kids club if they're willing. But, you know, for us, it's always a little bit of a nail biter for you. Like, is my kid going to want to get picked up halfway through Remy dinner? Uh, that that's not going to be a choice that I really, it's, it's like a Sophie's choice aboard the cruise line there. Like, uh, let me leave, leave the remaining three courses of this massively expensive dinner to go get my kid from the kids club. So anyway, I think that's one thing. I think the castaway key thing is just a non-starter for me. Alani is castaway key. It is Disney's <laughs> private freaking island. So like, you don't, you don't need castaway key if you have Aulani. I mean, there's water parks, there's multiple pools, there's the beach. Uh, the pools at Alani blow anything away that you're going to find on Disney Cruise Line or Castaway Key. I mean, Pelican Plunge doesn't even compare to the, the slides over at Alani, in my opinion. So I think that Castaway Key thing is a non-starter for me. What Agree about Aqua Duck? Yeah, Aqua Duck is nice, but man, those water slides at Alani are just as good. So oh, I, 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 d- I have to disagree with you on that one. Uh, well, DVC fans out there, let us know. Uh, I guess the Patreons will get the ultimate say here, but I'm not. I'm not sure that I would hang my hat on the Aqueduct. Now, when Mickey's uh, magical water slide, I forget what they're calling it, but on the wish comes out, maybe you'll convince me because that Aqua does the Aqua Mouse. The Aqua Mouse, yes. I think that that might be a contender here, but for now, I'm not sure that there's anything in the fleet that really beats those water slides at Elani. Plus, the kids' play area and splash area is way better than anything that they can put on the cruise ship. I agree with you. It's a stretch for the East Coasters, but come on. This is this is Hawaii we're talking about. Like, <laughs> like, like, get on a plane and get over there. And hey, I can even make the pitch to you. Stop in Los Angeles and enjoy beautiful Disneyland as a stopover on your way to the magic of Elani. But don't uh, other- fly into LAX. Fly into John Wayne if you can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, we've had that discussion before. Agree with you. Like right now, we don't know the kids club situation at Alani. I mean, we, we know it's closed, but we haven't experienced it. So I don't I don't know that I want to compare contrast. And, you know, I frankly feel less pressure to have Nathan go to the kids club 
at a place like Aulani, again, because we do that on the cruise line so we can have adult dinner or go to the adult venues or those sorts of things. Whereas we can get a fantastic drink at Aulani Oceanside with our son playing, right? We can have a nice family dinner at any one of the restaurants at Aulani, you know, next door and, you know, not have to worry about kids club time. So I- I'm not, I'm not sold on the kids club at Aulani because I'm not even sure that I use it all that much. We probably would if he if he wanted to go in there, if there was something fantastic about it, but... Well, it'd be nice for us to go use that hydrotherapy area at the spa at Aulani. Yeah, but we're doing that. We're doing that. No, we are. It just means we're doing it on different days so that we each have spa appointments on different days so that we each can spend time at the hydrotherapy area before our spa treatment. So yes, we're doing it, but because the kids club isn't open, we can't do it at the same time, we can't do it together. Yeah, I think, look, I think my biggest argument for Aulani, setting all of that aside, is just that it is visiting Hawaii. I think Aulani is one of the most interesting resorts that Disney has from the standpoint of really trying to honor the traditions and culture of Hawaii. It's designed by Joe Rohde. It doesn't get any better than that. And so I think the idea of being able to go and, and experience that culture, have the Disney amenities, but also have all of these other great things that you can go learn and experience on the island, the Dole Pineapple. If you are a Dole Whip fan, you can go taste it from the source. <laughs> and you could get it at the resort too. <laughs> Although you can get it on the cruise as well. <laughs> but just to, there's a breadth of experience you can have by traveling to Hawaii for a week and you can lean into the resort and relax or you can extend out and go to places around the island. And I just I don't know of any Disney cruise that can really match that experience. Yes, they stop in ports. Yes, they have shore excursions. But it, in my experience, those are that's just a more limited taste of the culture. Whereas you are in Hawaii, just deeply experiencing Hawaiian culture or can choose to more deeply experience it even outside the resort. So that's why so I think Hawaii is better. You can have a rebuttal. Go ahead. I'm just going to add ahead. one thing. So I'm, I'm not going to go through everything that you said and tell you why you're wrong. I think my original arguments <laughs> demonstrate that. But the thing that I need to add that I should have said in my first in, in my first uh, presentation is traffic, driving. Oh, you don't need you're to do make, it on the. Except you're going to make me drive all over the place in our next vacation in Hawaii, well, and you don't like the well, traffic. That's what I, no, but you I'm saying. <laughs> but my point is, on the cruise line, you don't have to worry. Once you get on the ship, you don't have to worry about driving anywhere. You don't have to worry about renting a car, any of that. It is all all your transportation for excursions is going to be taken care of. Or if you're not doing excursions, but you're getting off the ship, you can take a cab. You don't need to worry about getting anywhere because the ship takes you everywhere. Versus in Aulani, if you want to do those others, other experiences that Brian talked about that are outside of the Koalina area, and I agree with you, Brian, there's a ton to do right just in Koalina. But if you want to get to Honolulu and do some of those other entertainment experiences, shows, restaurants, shopping, all that, you need a car and traffic is horrible on the island. So just plan for a lot of time for driving. Well, we will leave it there. I I think the pain of the driving is worth the experience uh, at times. <laughs> so I, you know, and I'm the one who does all the driving. So you I'm do sure all, do all the is driving. complaining about exactly here, <laughs> other than having to sit in an air conditioned vehicle with uh, her Facebook <laughs> open on her phone. But anyway, <laughs> as just to remind folks out there, so we do have our Patreons vote on which side wins these little point counterpoints. The last point counterpoint we did because it's been a little while because of travel and then we were not, uh, I was sick. And so we, we got a little bit off schedule here, but our last point counterpoint was cruise line app versus paper navigators. And it was a bloodbath. And Sam took the trophy. Woohoo! 
<laughs> for paper navigators, I, I, great, great job uh, living in the past. Uh, you all <laughs> submit to your to your computer overlords eventually. But listen, to be totally fair, I actually want both. So if I'm if I'm really honest about what I personally uh, want is I want both the paper navigator and the app. I do like some of the features of the app. I, I have to honestly tell you, you know, obvi- for our audience, after we argued this, you know, I, there are some features in the app that I have to agree with Brian that don't exist in the paper navigator that I do really like. Yeah. And I'm look to full disclosure. I'm a, I'm a paperless kind of person. I try to get rid of paper as much as possible in my life. I try not true. to print things out. I try to scan things with my phone. I don't want paper. I don't keep, I don't keep paper in my office. I try very hard to keep not paper at home. So <laughs> paper navigators are are not my thing. So appreciate them when we have them, but I'm, you know, I'm not crying over them now that they're, they're sort of disappearing <laughs> so, or <laughs> are gone. I think they are gone and dead and we will not see them back. So anyway, so if you have an opinion on this, well, make sure to go join our Patreons because that's the only opinions that we listen to when it comes to point counterpoint. <laughs> that, that's not true. We are happy to hear other opinions out there, but the voting on who wins is limited to our Patreons as are the topic suggestions at this point. Sam and I occasionally come up with our own topics uh, but topic suggestions otherwise are through our Patreon group as a special perk for them. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Point. Counterpoint. And we will be back with more next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.